New episode on One Could Argue, and Erica Claudio is here to bring us up to speed on some political events surrounding Congresswoman Ilhan Omer, who has been receiving a lot of criticism in regards to some anti-Semitic tweets that were sent out a few weeks ago. So it's a good opportunity to just become more informed on what's going on, and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. So let's get into it. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to finding out more things about what's happening in politics right now. So I got some strong opinions about what we're going to talk about today. Ilhan Omar. She is the GOAT, okay? She is the first Somali-American refugee to ever be elected into Congress She won back in 2016, becoming the first state representative um, refugee in the state of Minnesota and went on to run for Congress in 2018 midterms, which put her into the historic position of walking into Congress um, as the first refugee congresswoman. She's super dope. She's also the first woman to ever wear a hijab inside of Congress. So shout out to you, Representative Omar, for representing for all the brown and black and brown girls and girls all over the world who wear hijabs and are ridiculed for them every day. Such a statement, and I respect you so much for that. As a Christian woman, as an American, I salute you, boo, because that's fire. But why are we talking about her? Representative Omar was ridiculed by Donald Trump and, of course, all of his little GOP puppets for tweeting an anti-Semitic tweet on Twitter, basically ridiculing the, basically saying that Israel is a gold digger, long story short. So she basically called Israel a gold digger um, and... That didn't really go over well with a lot of her political friends up in D.C. So you're probably wondering, Palestine, Israel, what the fuck is that? Well, those are places, geographical locations to be exact, located in the Middle East. And there's a lot going on over there. And if we talked about Palestine and Israel, girl, boy, whoever you are, we would be watching this video for like several hours. And I don't got time for that. So... I'm going to keep it really short. Long story short, Israel and Palestine are at conflict over land and location. Basically, Jerusalem, the holy Mecca of basically every religion that exists that I know of, is in Israel. The people of Palestine have kind of been forced and migrated into a very small corner off of the Mediterranean Sea, famously known as Palestine, but... Americans like to call it the West Bank, Gaza. No, it's Palestine. These people have been really forced to live in these corners of the state and have not been allowed to share the rest of the country with Jewish leadership that lives in Israel. Israel is trying to develop a nation state, which basically means that they have one state and one religion throughout the entire country 
And people who live in Palestine are Muslims, Christians, and other people of different denominations of religion who simply just want to feel like they belong to their country without being outcasted to the side. And honestly, the way that people are being treated in Palestine and the entire crisis overall, in my personal opinion, is, is completely ridiculous. Regardless of your difference in opinion, everyone deserves basic human rights, and there have been several instances over the past years where Palestine Palestinians have really been attacked hacked. Their basic human rights have been revoked and they're honestly their living conditions are not super great. Now that we kind of understand that conflict a little bit, let's get into why that's relevant to the U.S. Well, Israel is one of our strongest allies in the Middle East. So we support Israel and all that they do, including the treatment of Palestine, Palestinian people. Um, and I disagree with how we're handling that situation, but I'm not the president, so whatever. Hashtag free Palestine. For Representative Omar to use her political and national, international platform as a sitting member on the Foreign Services Committee in Congress, making a statement against one of our strongest allies is a really powerful, fearless, bold, badass thing to do. So sis... We salute you. But leadership in Congress amongst Democrats and GOP members actually disagree. They actually requested that she apologize for offending the Jewish community and speaking bad against Israel. I get that she may have hurt some folks' feelings that are Jewish and that's understandable, okay? She should absolutely apologize for making someone feel attacked, right? But here's the thing. Donald Trump has said some of the most terrible things about women, immigrants, black people, and more, and no one is calling for him to resign or for him to publicly apologize. I mean, let's just be real here. Why are we policing the voices of black women when they decide to speak radically and own their truth? But refusing to stand up and speak against our entire white man who is absolutely ridiculous and offending people on a daily basis, domestically and abroad, on Twitter and on camera. National television to be exact. So I just feel like if Congress is going to be about that life when it comes to Representative Omar, they should be about that life to every single person within U.S. government that says problematic, offensive things and have problematic and offensive practices. Keep that same energy okay i'm really upset because here's the thing for so often black women in powerful positions have been policed for so long being told what they can and can't be and what they can and can't say it's about time that you just let us live boo we're clearly out here killing it from stacy abrams to lucy mcbeth to lauren underwood ayanna presley kamala harris the list goes on and on we have shown that we are intelligent thoughtful thinkers and, t and speakers who deserve an opportunity to speak truth to power on how we feel and we are dope ass individuals, women of color. So we're gonna have different perspectives than some of the people out there in the world. We should be allowed to have opinions of our own and take stances without being forced and ridiculed and stripped apart on national media stage for making a very honest, genuine mistake. Because to be completely transparent, you can criticize a government without 
shaming and, condes- and consenting their people. When people across the world criticize the U.S. and talk about how terrible of a president Donald Trump is, I am not offended as an American because I know that what is happening in my country and what he's doing in my country is wrong. So I say, all power to you. We, we cousins. You're invited to the cookout. I'm not going to feel attacked if someone attacks Donald Trump. And to be completely honest, fair, and transparent, if the shoe was on the other foot and say it was in the, under the Obama administration and a person from another country decided they were going to attack Obama's administration and his leadership and his, his domestic policies, as an American, I would also not feel attacked. He, they're not attacking American culture. They're not attacking me as an American. They're attacking and critiquing a policy position of a particular country that is honestly bringing a lot of people harm. So you can miss me with all of that, okay? Long story short, Representative Omar ended up issuing an apology, but sis basically let everybody know, I said what I said. She apologized for making people feel uncomfortable and took responsibility for the position that she may have put others in. But ultimately, SIS is still standing with Palestine. And guess what, Representative Omar? We're standing right there with you. Well, if you're interested in learning more about Palestine and Israel, put that in the comments below so that we can generate another one of these things and dive a little bit deeper into why that conflict is such a big global crisis and why America is playing a pretty important role. All right, guys. Until next time, see you later.